Uh, joining me on the phone now is Lance. Are you there, Lance? I certainly am. Wonderful. Thank you very much for your time this morning. How are you? I'm good. And it's look. It's as look as a as a Kiwi who has lived in Melbourne for geez something like 22 years. It's still nice to hear people pronounce my name correctly. Might might I add? Oh, I'm sorry. Should it should it be Lance? Oh, no, it shouldn't be. It really shouldn't be. It's a, it's a breath of fresh air, my, my friend. Right. Well, thank you very much for your time this morning. Uh, we are talking to you because you're releasing your eighth studio album later this week, I believe. Yeah, that's right. It's really exciting. It's been it's been a long time coming. I mean, you make these records and then they, you know, the managers and record labels do their stuff and they can sit sort of on the shelf for a while. So this one, I mean, we we probably finished recording and mixing this album close to a year ago so it's really exciting to me and to us that it's uh, coming out this week that's awesome uh so you uh i i hope my research is correct you're one of the founding members of the bamboos yes indeed i started the band um in the year 2000 it started out as a four-piece band and it's uh increased to a nine piece over over those years. In fact, we just um, we just added our ninth member about three or four months ago on percussion, uh, Phil Bonotto. So yeah, the band's actually growing and growing. It's not getting any smaller. Well, that's uh, that's amazing. And so the your your album number eight, uh, Nighttime People. Uh, I was listening to it yesterday. It's the the album comes out on Friday, uh, and it's. I was really, really stunned by the uh, the last track on the album. Actually, sorry uh, for for listeners. I just played uh, "Lit Up," uh, the first single, uh, but at the top of this interview, uh, and and the second single, uh, "Broken," is really interesting because it's uh, you you got three MCs to work on the same yeah. same track. Yeah, different, well, look, this well is a, a different tr- song with a bit of a message behind it, and yeah. um, yeah. the message—the message is really about raising awareness about um, really mental and emotional illness, and and really the fact that it's absolutely okay for everyone out there to ask for help, and it's it, you know it should be applauded, and it's not a sign of weakness to ask for help. So that was the message we really wanted to shout loud and clear, and we thought. A kind of cool way to do it might be to to actually have three different MCs from, from three different parts of the world to kind of tell their own unique story, you know, around those sort of themes. So we had a great. Um, he's actually a rapper and a and a singer named Peasy out of Germany. Um, Earth Boy, who's a, a, a rapper from Australia, who's a, a legend over here, and um, the incredible J Live, who I'm a massive fan of from from the USA. Yeah, it's. Uh I was really shocked how it's. It seems like it's the same sort of beat or the same track, but each of the the three MCs come up with an entirely different uh, an entirely different take on it, which is really exciting. Yeah, absolutely, and it's it, you know we sort of threw it out to them with with really just a, a, a look at, at that theme in place that you know just talking about ideas about resilience and all that sort of stuff and it was great how it really you know struck a chord with each of them and i you know the fact of the matter is is i think just about anybody any human being in the world you could talk to um may have been touched um by these issues in some way whether it's someone in their family one of their friends or or themselves so it's, it's something that really um is a issue i'm pretty passionate about because uh people in in my family have been affected by this and certainly many people i've uh loved and been friends with 
specifically in the music industry too. Um, so look, I just I just wanted to shout that message out there. And look, if you have a band, you you know you can use that platform to raise some awareness. So um, you know, even if one person, uh, you know, changes the, their their path and, and asks for help, that would be awesome. You know. Yeah. Well, it's certainly. Uh, I was really touched by the. Um, I, now I can't think of the word. The almost the intimacy of each of the each of the three tracks. Like it, it feels like you're being let in, um, which is is rare uh, and and quite touching. I was. Uh, how did you come up with the 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 three MCs? Did you have a long list and then you approached people, or uh, are these? Um, your like people that you know socially in the music scene, or ah, uh, well, yeah. In the case of Earth Boy, he was he was someone who uh, I'd crossed paths with um, over here, and he I just, he just really seemed like the right artist. He he, he is um, in his own music. He's really touched on a lot of a lot of deep issues and, and social issues like that. So he seemed like a, a no brainer, really, in terms of Australian MCs. Teasy was an artist that I wasn't actually familiar with, but, um, but my manager made that hook up, and that was really cool. And with J Live, I mean, we did, to be honest, we did have a bit of a, a, a longer, slightly longer list of US MCs um, because you know the sky is the limit with, with where you can go, and the sky is also the limit with what US MCs might charge a, <laughs> a band as well. So, but when J Live, his name was on on my list because I'm a massive fan of his. He he was just so enthusiastic about the project um regardless of any sort of silly things to do with money or anything and that you know he was just he obviously and you can tell from listening to his version that he you know has some some pretty deep sort of level thoughts about this and he he was really behind it so that was just great that he could come on because again i'm a massive fan of him yeah well it's really uh that must be really satisfying that uh a not only uh did he do such a great job but also he understood or it's it seems that they all understood uh what you were trying to achieve or hoping to achieve yeah well i think with a with an issue like this you you know you want you need people to open up and that's i mean that's sort of the message we're putting out there as well so you know if you're going to um talk the talk you got to walk the walk and i think each of these artists really did open up and that was just so so great and almost sort of a relief really because it needed to be kind of raw in that way I think to to connect yeah yeah and it's uh it can be tempting to sort of um cop out or or, or almost irony or call it um but it, with these it feels uh each of the three tracks feels they're all quite um Visceral is the word that I'm going to use, but uh, I mean more vibrant. Vibrant is uh, is the word because they're all quite, like I say, intimate, and it's it's it really does feel like you're uh, you're being let in, which is really lovely. Um, oh man, I'm glad that really came across. I mean, we we with in terms of the video clips for these, we wanted to do lyric videos, so you know these these lyrics could really be literally spelled out to people and they could get the message so yeah anyone can can jump online and check those out as well yeah uh the album comes out this friday um and i understand that you're touring uh as one does with a new album is it easier to tour with a smaller band i mean you said that you've got nine members now does that make it 
uh, exponentially harder, or is everybody uh, on the same page and the, they've got all of their their shit sorted out? Oh well, look, every, look, everyone's got their shit sorted out, but there's no doubt in the in the world that it, it costs more to tour with nine people. But I don't know. There's something about the the, the, the lineup of the band and having. Um, you know, it's not just about numbers, but the way that this group of people, I think, gel on stage has an energy that if you take the sort of, we've, you know, we've done some things where we've had to strip it back and it it just never feels the same. It sort of creates this almost juggernaut feeling of, of, of power on stage. So, you know, basically we we just sort of cop it with, with those sort of expenses and things. And, and, you know, yes, it probably does diminish some touring opportunities we can take on, but I think... Hopefully, when people come and see the band, they uh, you know they feel that energy as well. So, so we don't want to kind of dilute it if we if we can help it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I hadn't even considered the cost of it. I just thought of trying to uh, wrangle nine different musicians all onto the same uh, all onto the same flight. Uh, oh yeah, well, and, and after, after party that can be quite something. Luckily, uh, I'm not the tour manager anymore. All oh, right, good. That's good. <laughs> Um, I'm, I was really surprised by the the broadness of the sound. Um, I, by my count, I thought you only had eight members, so that kind of makes sense um, because the the album is so uh, rich, and I don't really know how how else to describe the sound other than thick. It's really, um, and I was also struck uh, as I was listening to it that it feels like it could have come from any time period from the uh from about the 60s it's very contemporary but the elements uh drawn on it in terms of uh like the the uh the funky bass lines it's got almost a uh some of the drums almost sound programmed like uh almost like drum and bass type uh sounds it's it's really quite amazing. How did you? How do you guys make an album? Do you just start by jamming, or do people write songs and bring them to the band? Or, well, I mean, typically it it um, starts with me in my home studio, and I I'll sit down for. I think for this time it was you know maybe for two months or something, and I'll try and put a bunch of ideas together that seem to connect with each other and. And so it starts out like that. And then right at that point where I'm kind of tearing the hair out and really going crazy, second-guessing everything, then I will open it up to for Kylie, our vocalist, to come in and start, um, you know, writing some lyrics over things. And with this um, album, was, which was really great, there was a, a bit more of a sense of collaboration in, the, in that, you know, the whole band would get together to write songs as well. So I think that was that just felt really good. But, you know, in terms of what you were talking about with the production aesthetic of things, I think, you know, we're, we're not really a purist band in that sense, and we're not really sort of trying to be a time capsule band. And I have a, a, a sort of a, a, fee, a feeling or a theory that, you know, modern popular music is really so young as an art form when you think about it, you know, just a few, a several decades old, that I just think you can almost cherry-pick from all of those things and, and it can still be a contribution to a sound that is valid and vibrant and, and relevant so we sort of like to, to pull you know influences from, from all across the thing from people like Phil Spector to the wall of sound thing to hip hop and you know all of that sort of stuff and hopefully you know after eight albums you know hope, my, my dream is that there's a sound that sounds like the bamboos as a, as a thing so 
you know, I think every artist just wants to try and create their own sound and have their own... Uh, Thank you for using Blinder. Oh. Uh, when you get cut off because they're talk- you're talking to them from a foreign country. Uh, that was Lance Ferguson, who is the lead singer of The Bamboos. I'm going to play another one of their tracks uh, for you now. The album Late Night People is out on Friday. It's bloody great. Um, this is the other track that we were talking about with Lance. Uh, this is Broken, featuring TZ. You're listening to Radio 191 FM. It's quarter to ten.